if you are a father, grandfather, father-to-be, or really any type of father figure, on behalf of everyone here at St. James, happy Father's Day. Yesterday was also an historic day when for the first time we observed Juneteenth as a national holiday, a holiday remembering the emancipation of those who were enslaved in this country, a holiday I pray that will also serve as an annual reminder that we still have a long way to go as we travel down this road to true equality. Before we plunge into this morning's sermon, I wanted to share one more piece of scripture with you all, a little excerpt from the story of our creation. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. The earth was a vast waste, darkness covered the deep, and the Spirit of God hovered over the surface of the water. God said, let the water under the heavens be gathered into one place so that dry lands may appear. And it was so. God called the dry lands earth, and the gathering of the water he called the sea. And God saw that it was good. Evening came, and morning came, the third day. In today's gospel, Jesus invites his disciples on an evening boat ride to get away from the crowds. After a long day of healing and preaching, Christ must have been exhausted, because within a matter of minutes, we find him passed out on a cushion in the stern of the boat, dead asleep. And like most clergy naps, the great high priest's nap time was interrupted, not by the tossing and turning and the flooding of the boat, but by his disciples yelling, Teacher, we are sinking. Do you not care? Suppose we all get like that with God from time to time. And those moments of our lives when we feel like we are being tossed around in a storm, laying in a vast waste, only able to see darkness. In those moments, it's all too natural to yell up to heaven, where are you, God? Do you not care? But with that simple plea, the disciples had Jesus' attention. I suppose those are the first words of comfort in today's gospel, that in those challenging times of our lives, God is listening. God cares. Then Christ, caring for his disciples, wakes up and rebukes the wind and says to the sea, peace, be still. And what followed was a dead calm. No waves, no wind, no screaming disciples, just peaceful stillness, the tangible peace of Christ. But then comes the true miracle in this passage. The disciples ask the rhetorical question, who can this be 
that even the wind and the sea obey him. It was the one who so long ago spoke to the chaos of the universe and gathered the water, now dwelling among us as one of us, the great I am now ushering in an era of new creation, new creation that shimmers of that original paradise, light that pierces through the darkness of this world. After months of traveling with Christ, hearing powerful teaching and witnessing healing after healing, their eyes were now opened. Christ is not a prophet of God. Christ was not a healer commissioned by God. He is the anointed one. He is the Messiah. He is God. Did the disciples needed to be subject to a stormy evening boat ride to have this epiphany? Maybe not. But perhaps this says a little bit about how God works. I don't want to speak for anyone else in this room this morning. But I am a sinner. I do not always love God above all things, nor do I always love my neighbor as myself. And multiply that by a few other million sinners out there. And we have a rather complicated network of sin. A network of sin that hurts people. A network of sin that creates systems of injustice and inequality. A network that on its worst of days turns this planet into a vast waste for the other. Creating storms which toss and turn our neighbors in a sea of the shattered image of God. Some days that's just the path creation chooses. We all see and feel the effects of this network and we cry out, where are you, God? Do you not care? People in the storms of addiction yell out, save me. People in the tempest of oppression cry out, liberate me. People in the squall of imprisonment wail, I am ready to repent. The Lord hears those cries in the storm of our lives and says, peace, be still. Meeting creation not on the path that God would have wanted or desired, but instead on the path that creation chose. Because God is with us. God is among us. And in those moments, we hear Christ's invitation, let us go across to the other side, that side where new creation lives, where someone struggling with an addiction becomes a sponsor, where someone who had been oppressed becomes a voice and an advocate for justice where those who were in prison 
shepherd others and have them realize that there's a different way to live life. Who then is this? This is Christ, the Lord of new creation. The Lord who is right there with us as we journey from storm to stillness. There's a hymn by Charles Albert Tinley. Luckily, this is the last week we're not allowed to sing, so I'll just be reading it. But it goes a little something like this. When the storms of life are raging, when the world is tossing me like a ship upon the sea, thou who rulest wind and water, stand by me. In the midst of tribulation, when the hosts of hell assail, and my strength begins to fail, thou who never lost a battle, stand by me. Stand by us, almighty God, during the storms of our lives, and by your grace, let us be made new.